Hello, and welcome to Empowering Your Destiny with Dr. Carolyn Abbott. This week, we're going to be talking about Hanukkah. The title of our message is Celebrate the Season of Miracle and Light. Stay tuned. One. Hello. So glad to have you with us today. We're going to have a wonderful time. Um, today, the Lord has put on my heart to share with you that this is a time to celebrate a season of miracles and light. So let's begin. So what we're coming into on November 28th is Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is considered a Jewish holiday, but really it's a holiday that celebrates and honors the Lord. It honors the Lord in a special way because we remember the miracles that he's performed in the past and those that are on our behalf. Um, It's also a special season of light and miracles of light and provision. How many of you would like to have more light and provision in your life? (laughs) So as we celebrate Hanukkah, what I'm going to talk to you about, since I'm a Christian minister, is how Christians can celebrate Hanukkah. Um, So... It can be very spiritually significant to celebrate this holiday. But let me first let you know that it's not considered one of the major holidays that God says that we are commanded to celebrate. The the main three holidays are the Passover, Pentecost, and then the (coughs) fall holidays with the Feast of Trumpets and Rosh Hashanah and the Feast of Tabernacles. Mm -hmm. So those are the three main ones. What are considered the two minor are Hanukkah and also the Feast of Purim, which celebrates the book of Esther. So, um, is it bad to not celebrate Hanukkah? No. As Christian, you know, you don't have to celebrate Hanukkah. But what I want to challenge you today with is I want to give you some information. And I'm just praying for your spirit to arise and awaken And that you'll just catch this, that it's a beautiful way to celebrate the Lord, to remember his miracles, to remember his provision and his protection. And I want to tell you how it began. I want to tell you how Jesus celebrated it and what he said on Solomon's porch during the Feast of Dedication, which is Hanukkah. And then one of the modern day miracles that happened during the Feast of Hanukkah or the Feast of Dedication. So, and then I'm going to give you a Christian resource of how you can celebrate it and then show you how. And it's very simple, but it, it's actually kind of like a little special way to meditate and to acknowledge and thank God for eight nights by lighting some candles and remembering him. And if you don't have a Hanukkah, it's okay. You can use a regular candle. It's very simple. It's just about focusing on him. And I think as we're approaching Christmas, wouldn't it be nice to have some special ways that we can remember and honor our Lord? Amen. Okay, so let's get into this. So Hanukkah is a celebration of miracles or the miraculous. And by that, by miraculous, I mean not a natural miracle, but by the hand of God. Amen. Hanukkah, what it means is in the midst of destruction, God shows us mercy. And I think 
we've been feeling um, in this challenging last couple of years that there's been a lot of destruction and death and, and things that have been difficult and things that have caused anxiety. And so at this time, we want to remember that even in the midst of those things, God extends his hands of mercy upon us and to our families and whatever it is that we're going through. So whether it's internal or external or physical things around you, we're reminded to draw closer to God, whose miracle working power has a reality of touching our lives. So as we light Hanukkah lights this year, we want to remember that Jesus is the light of the world and that his light will never, ever, ever go out. Jesus came to provide mercy from heaven for you and me. And that's what we can celebrate this Hanukkah. Jesus came to bring mercy to us, did he not? In John 12, verse 46, it says, this is Jesus, and he says, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. You see, Hanukkah is a prophetic symbol of the light of the world, Jesus himself shining in the darkness. The Lord himself is celebrated at the heart of Hanukkah. Now, I'm going to tell you what it meant to the Jewish people when they first celebrated, but it's very similar to what we can still celebrate. But then it's like Jesus of an extra fulfillment when he became the light of the world. So we remember him as we light our candles. And then there's a really special significance that I'll show you just very shortly um, about another meeting when we're lighting the candles. So it's really for for all believers that we can celebrate um, Hanukkah if we can understand its special history and significance. Um, if we can, then it can be very, very special and very meaningful. It reminds us of the miracle-working power of the Father and His Son, Jesus. In fact, Jesus Himself celebrated the Feast of Dedication. And that's what it was originally called, the Feast of Dedication, because it was about rededicating the temple before Jesus' time that had been defiled. And so, in the gospel account, um, it's written what Jesus himself spoke during this feast. So, um, but before we we get to that, we're going to read a scripture. But before we get to that, um, allow me to first give you just a smidge of some background story. So that you'll kind of have a, a fuller understanding of what Jesus is talking about when he begins to, to speak and how meaningful that this can be to us. So typically Hanukkah falls close to Christmas. It's always like in December, but sometimes it can be in November like it is this year. So one time, I think not too long ago, it was actually on Thanksgiving. Another time it was right up in the week of Christmas. So... It is a celebration of miracles and light. This year, Hanukkah is being celebrated on the evening of November 28th. Um, 
And it continues for eight nights um, till December 5th. So when you're listening to this, it may already be... Now, we're filming this, recording this right now, November 27th. So for us, it's going to be happening tomorrow, tomorrow night at sunset. Um, But if you're in the middle of this, you can just light a candle if you're hearing this for the first time. And you can go ahead and jump in wherever you're at. It's There's no way to do this wrong. It's just about honoring God and remembering his goodness. Mm. So, um, so this holiday is called Hanukkah. It's called the Festival of Lights. The Festi- uh, F- Festival of Miracles. It was originally called the Feast of Dedication, referring to the temple. Mm-hmm. But at the core of Hanukkah is a celebration of miracles. So this is where it comes from. In 168 BC, so this is before Christ was born, 168 years before Christ was born, Jerusalem was occupied by Syrians. I'm going to go into my, t- my storytelling mode. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, this is a fascinating story. This is really interesting, and I've really got some cool stuff for you that's happened um, in, more rec- in this recent um, time. Okay, so Jerusalem in 168 BC is occupied by the Syrians who have desecrated God's temple and they've set up idols to worship Greek gods in God's temple. They also desecrated the temple by sacrificing a pig, which was a very was an unholy animal that they would only dedicate, you know, sacrifice sheep. So, but they did it purposefully to defile God's temple. So the Jews came under extreme persecution. Um, they were given the, uh, the option of death unless they converted or religious conversion. Um, the head priest at the time was called Matthias, and his son, Judas Maccabees, became a leader among the Jewish people in resisting the Syrian army. The story of their revolt and the miracle of Hanukkah, it's, it can be found in the books of First and Second Maccabees. Now, if you have a Catholic background, First and Second Maccabees are in, this, in the Catholic Bible. They're also in the Greek Orthodox Bible. Now, in, the, in, the, um, in our Bibles, Protestant. pardon? Protestant. In the Protestant Bible, they are considered the apocry- apocryphal books, but they are of the significant ones. So, because they have historical significance. So, the stories of what I'm going to tell you is in this first and second Maccabees. So, despite extreme disadvantages, Judah Maccabees, who was the leader of a small resistance army, he and their revolters were successful against the Syrians after winning twice two major battles, they reclaimed control of the temple. After they removed the desecrations from the temple, they wanted to rededicate the temple back to Yahweh as soon as possible. But there was one problem. They didn't have enough oil to keep the lampstand going, only enough for one night. You see, there was a ritual in place that said that they had to purify themselves, which took seven days before they could make additional oil for the lamp. Um, And they didn't have enough. So this is the thing. God had commanded that that lampstand must always be burning. 
So rather than dishonoring the process of God that he had instructed them to follow, they took a leap of faith. I, I want to challenge you. This is an awesome season to take a leap of faith. And they lit the lampstand, even though there was just a very little amount of the purified oil in the lamp. And this is a menorah they were lighting. So this multi-stem mm-hmm. uh, lampstand that was supposed to always be burning in the temple. So miraculously, the lampstand continued to burn for seven additional nights with not enough oil in it. So it burned long enough that they could purify themselves and make more oil. Now, that's pretty miraculous, isn't it? Yeah. But this is the thing. The Jews in Maccabees' days had not heard from God for hundreds of years. There are no prophets. There are no miracles. Complete silence. So this was really unexpected. It's not like God was doing miracles every other day at that point. Do you you see what I'm saying? So, and, just to put it in perspective, this is going to be over a hundred years more before Jesus comes. So there's this miracle at the temple with the lampstand, and then, next thing you know, 168 years later, Jesus is born in Bethlehem. So, it's kind of like Isn't that cool? It's like a prophetic sign that this light was burning miraculously. And the next event that happens is the light of the world is born in a manger in Bethlehem. Isn't that awesome? So this was during the 400 years of silence. But there came this miracle of light symbolizing the light of the world yet to come. Now, I was kind of teasing you earlier about that in the scriptures that Jesus spoke at this Feast of Dedication, which he called it when he was celebrating it. And you can find that in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, and verse uh, 22 through 42. Now, Jesus celebrated Hanukkah, though not the way we think today. So today we celebrate, they celebrate with Hanukkahs, which is a little bit different than a menorah. Um, dreidels and gifts. So in Jesus' time, it was um, a celebration of both God's miracle provision, okay, which we can still celebrate today, and the dedication of his temple. So on the Feast of Dedication that celebrates this miracle working power of God, Jesus speaks in John chapter 10, 22 through 31, and then 37 through 39, no less than three times of miracle working power. And that when he speaks about, when you read the scriptures, actually, let me go ahead and read it to you. So it's John, Gospel of John, chapter 10, and we're going to begin at verse 22. So it says right here, Now it was the Feast of Dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Now, well, just my other research in my Bible, I I get excited because when you research Jesus on Solomon's porch, miracles happen. 
in Acts 3, 11, in Acts 5, 12. So this is the third one where we're seeing Jesus and Saul in his porch, and now he's speaking about miracles. Right. So it says, then the Jews surrounded him. And so the Jews are saying, how long will you keep us in doubt? If you're the Christ, then just tell us plainly. And Jesus answered it. This is what he says during the Feast of Dedication. I told you, and you do not believe. The works or the miracle working power, the miracles that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness to me. But you do not believe. Because you are not my sheep. And as I said to you, my sheep hear my voice, and they know me, and they follow me. So even as we, can we not even just remember Jesus' words as we come into this time of Hanukkah, that Jesus says that to believe on him, and that his sheep know his voice. So Lord, I just pray for my brothers and sisters right now, that you would activate their hearing. That if they are indeed your sheep, that their ears would begin to hear your voice, your messages, that your word, written word, would come alive every time they lie, lay their eyes on the pages of your holy scripture. Amen. And it says that they know me and they follow me. So, Lord, we're asking you to take us into deeper intimacy during this time of Hanukkah. And then it says in verse 28, And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall they be snatched out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Isn't that comforting? Just see you in the hand of the Father right now. The enemy cannot snatch you out of the Father's hand or Jesus' hand. And in verse 30, Jesus says, I and my Father are one. So then the, then the, the Pharisees took up the stones Again, to stone him. And then Jesus answered him. I love this. Um, Many good works or miracles have I shown you from my father. Uh, For which of these miracles are you going to stone me? (laughs) And then I love this part at the end. Let me skip down from verse 31 there. We're going to go down to verse 37 just for the sake of time. And Jesus says, this is all red letters. If I do not do the works of my Father, then don't believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works, believe these miracles that I'm doing. And I just want to challenge you. This is a time to believe for the miracles of God. And I don't mean just for the week of Hanukkah, but as we're going further into 2022 and finishing this year, God is getting ready to do some spectacular, mighty, miraculous things on the earth because he wants all to know him. And some may only believe by the miracles. So I just want to challenge you to begin to believe in miracles. And even if you believers, get ready. God is going to use you to perform miracles on his behalf to glorify him. Amen. So Jesus says that believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I am in him. So therefore, they sought to seize him. And here's a miracle right here. But... He escaped out of their hands. So Jesus miraculously, this is one of his great escapes that he does, where all of a sudden he, uh, he's just gone. So praise the Lord. So this is what Jesus was talking about when he was on Solomon's porch, and this was during the Feast of Dedication of what we know now as Hanukkah. 
So, so here we're noticing Jesus speaking with authority on his sonship, on salvation, on believers hearing his voice, and um, believing the miracles that he does because they are testimonies of him. I believe when we start to see testimonies, whether it's Hanukkah or any other time, it's going to be a testimony that God, that we are in the presence of God. So, and Jesus always did miracles in the Father's name, and I believe we're going to do miracles in Jesus' name. So, Jesus spoke to the unbelievers in verse 38, saying, Even if you don't believe in me, believe the miracles that you may know and understand that the Father and I are one. So, these miracles are a sign that Jesus is the true Son of God. Amen? Mm. And... The Father is the giver of every good and perfect gift, according to James 1. And what did he give us? The Father gave us his Son to bring us mercy in the midst of destruction, to redeem us, to restore us back to relationship with him. So God is still in the miracle-working power, in the miracle-working business. Amen? Amen. So... We need to remember, don't submit to your circumstances, but to the Lord who controls all of our circumstances. Amen? Amen. So, in Jesus' name, expect and receive miracles this season from your Heavenly Father who knows you and who loves you and cares for you. So, in the New Covenant... In our new covenant with Jesus, we are the temple of God, are we not? We are. I think you're going to see where I'm going with this. So this is a beautiful season that is celebrated about rededicating the temple. Mm-hmm. It's a time for us to remember to rededicate our temples to him with our whole hearts, our whole lives, to rededicate us to, to God mm-hmm. and to thank him for the miracles that we've seen in our own lives And then thirdly, to partner with him expectantly for even greater miracles that Jesus said we would do. So during this feast of the dedication of the temple, we remember that we're the temple. So this is a time to sit with the Lord and say, Lord, I've rededicated right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we rededicate our temples back to you. And we repent for anything we've done to defile our temples that where our mouths have been defiled, if if we have said anything or done anything against you that has been unpleasing to you, we just ask you to forgive us right now and we rededicate our temples as holy back to you. And we ask your Holy Spirit, come, fill us up, baptize us afresh. So we're going to rededicate our temples. Secondly, we're going to thank the Lord for the miracles that he's been doing in our lives and our families. Third, We're going to partner with him. Are you willing? Are you willing to partner with him, to do miracles, to be Jesus' hands and feet in the earth, to work mighty miracles on behalf of others, even those that don't believe? You know, there was a time when I thought, well, in order to receive a miracle, you had to be a believer. But no, I think God is going to be doing many miracles for unbelievers to show him that he loves them and that he is God, that they would come and give their lives to him. So, in the modern Hanukkah celebrations, 
it includes gifts and and these different things. But their um, scriptures, readings and scriptures, that's what Jesus did in his time. And that's how they celebrated um, Hanukkah. There's one interesting book that has a lot of these scriptures. It mainly comes when you do the scriptures from what night one to night eight. It's basically Numbers chapter 7, and then it's broken into verses for each night. But this is a, can we see this? Yes. So this here is a book written by Leah Lucerne, and it's Miracles and Dedication, Christian Devotions for the Festival of Lights. So it kind of gives you some deeper devotions that you can do each night, okay? Um, let me go ahead and tell you, I want to tell you about... The Hanukkah and the candles. Oh, I still have so much more I want to tell y'all. Um, it's always next week. Okay. Well, um, just to give you a little Bible study, if you want to see other um, scripture with miracles of oil, if you go to the widow in Second Kings 4, 1 through 7, there was a miracle, a multiplication of oil, and what happened with the multiplied oil for the widow through Elijah it went to cancel debt and pay off debts. Yes. Then also we remember in Matthew 25, the virgins, the, the five virgins that didn't have, were running out of oil. And God says, keep your lampstand burning, right? Okay, we need to keep oil in our lamps. Okay, so if you're wanting to, well, let me tell you one more thing. Um, the most recent miracle was in Jerusalem. In December 1917, uh, I'm going to get to the bottom line here. It was the week of Hanukkah, and Lord Allenby came from the British Army, and he came through, entered the city of Jerusalem through the Jaffa Gate. This here is a watercolor rendering that I got in Israel, and this is the Jaffa Gate. It's an old, <clears throat> the old buildings and the arch. He came through this gate, came in Jerusalem, reclaimed it from the Muslims that had had it for 400 years, took it back, for, took back Jerusalem for Israel, and it was a huge miracle, and it happened on Kislev 24, which was Hanukkah in 1917. I believe God still wants to do miracles in 2021 during Hanukkah. Do you agree with me? Amen. Okay, let's believe for that. Now, during Hanukkah, and you can get these at Bed Bath & Beyond, I think Myers. This is not a menorah because it has a different number of, of, this, of the lampstands. It only has eight, not nine. Do you see this center one here? So, so this is the Hanukkah that you use just for Hanukkah. Let me get a couple candles here and tell you what we do. So you can buy the candles and the Hanukkahs. You can even order them online. But if you're hearing this message for the first time, you probably wouldn't have time to do that. But you can go to um, any store that might have them or get one ready for next year. So what you do each night, there's a little prayer that basically you say, Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, sovereign of all, who hallows our mitzvah commanding us to kindle the Hanukkah lights. And then it says, Blessed are you, Adonai of God, our God, sovereign of all, 
who performed wondrous deeds for our ancestors in these days of old at this season. And that's basically it. There's just a couple of prayers. And then on the first night, there's an additional prayer. You can find these online under Hanukkah blessings or Hanukkah prayers. And what you do is for the first night that we're going to be doing, you put the first candle in this center position here. Okay. And usually they would light this and put it in front of a window where it can shine out for all to see. This center candle on this particular Hanukkah, it's raised up. Okay. This candle is called the Shamash. And the Shamash means the servant candle. This to me represents Jesus. And he, the servant candle, lights all the rest. So each night you're going to, and again, you can find this online. You put the candle in over at the one side um, on the right, and then you put them in each night, adding one more. But then you light the newest candle first. Okay, so you'll take this one. All he does is light the other candles, but you leave him burning, and then you watch the others burn and just meditate, look at the lights, gaze upon the lights, and just remember God's miracle-working power, his faithfulness, and his love for you. Amen? Amen. Amen. So have a wonderful week. And a very blessed Hanukkah if you choose to do that. If not, just light a candle and just acknowledge God and thank Him for all He's doing in your life. Amen? Amen. Amen.